Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. My name is Rachel Sadison, and with me today is Allison Beekner, Loan Officer with Ag Choice Farm Credit. In this episode, Allison will share advice for beginning farmers and how to get started. Allison, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, you're welcome, Rachel. So, Allison, I know you've been involved in agriculture your entire life, and you now serve as a loan officer where you help many beginning farmers get started. What excites you the most about the future of agriculture? In a time where our agricultural markets can be so volatile, sometimes it's tough to find the silver lining and figure out, you know, what's the positive direction agriculture is going. And for me, um, one of the experiences has honestly been in my own personal life. So I have been involved in agriculture for quite a while. I actually joked and said if I wasn't in agriculture, I probably would have gone into music. But thankfully, my high school didn't have that great of a music program, but our 4-H was really strong in our county. So here I am in agriculture. But I grew up on a part-time farm. So my dad was actually an electrical engineer which gave me a little bit of a different insight because he had some more of a techie side to him. And then it turned in that I uh, married an ag and biological engineering major, and he worked for Case IH for about six years before we returned back to the home, back to our home farm here in northwestern Pennsylvania. Um, we're not quite as technologically advanced, I think, as he would like, but his opportunities at Case IH give him a really unique background in kind of being about three years forward in the advances of technology. So what's just coming out now was being developed when he was working at um, Case New Holland testing combines. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that in agriculture. I think we're going to see a lot more people that have left a family farm, gone and worked in industry, got a lot of knowledge, and they're coming back and starting to implement some of those changes in their home farms. And I think what that's going to mean is uh, a a bigger spread between our margin for profits. So employing the use of technology to better drill down on, you know, fertilizer application or insecticide application, um, being able to have that like on-demand measurement as to what we're going to need to grow the crops we need or to grow the best animal. I think we're going to see a lot of that employed. The other thing I think we're going to see that kind of excites me is more people with an interest in agriculture that haven't necessarily been interested before. So I think you're seeing a lot of people um, in part-time farming that might be in the tech sector that have kind of found out about some of these technologies and have a part-time farm and they're they're actually really contributing to what we're doing on a daily basis as full-time farmers. So I think what excites me the most for sure is going to be the technology and how it's used going forward in the future of agriculture. Thanks, Allison. Great insights there. So starting a farm can be daunting. What advice do you have for beginning farmers to get on the right path for future success? First and foremost, Rachel, I recommend the beginning farmer gets connected to others. In some cases, the beginning farmer may be part of a family operation already, so they already have a network. Even so, I encourage all beginning farmers to find a mentor. It doesn't need to be anything formal, just a relationship with someone else, perhaps another farmer in the area for the beginning of farmer to learn from and bounce ideas off of. 
I know when we returned home, my husband had been disconnected from the ag community in our area uh, for quite some time, but one of our local larger farmers kind of connected with him, sharing that tech interest. And the two of them have really hit it off. They go to a lot of different conferences together. And I would kind of consider that farmer as a mentor to my husband and someone that, you know, we enjoy learning from and he enjoys teaching us. If the beginning farmer doesn't have farming experience, getting experience is also critical. In addition to learning the ins and outs of how to grow crops to raise animals, get experience with the business side of farming too. Start a single enterprise, learn how to plan and use resources and assess the outcomes. This is really critical as you start your um, you know, farming career. A lot of people just dive right into it without actually drilling down and seeing how, how the outcome is gonna affect them. Next, I like to tell beginning farmers to save money. Farming is a cyclical industry and upfront financial needs each year to get a crop planted or animals purchased. Learning the discipline of saving for specific future goals, such as renting your first piece of ground, is good training for the seasonality of farming cash flow. For lenders, proving that you can pull together adequate capital is a key step in instilling trust that you will be able to adjust your lifestyle to accommodate the demands of agriculture and ultimately repay any funds you borrow. It's really interesting, um, you know, that we bring up this point today. I actually had the same conversation with a part-time farmer yesterday who presented a business plan to me that it looked really rosy whenever he read through it, but I found a few key missing points that he had kind of forgot about. So we sat down and we discussed kind of the transition from just being a part-time farmer to a full-time farmer and the goals he needed to meet in order to get from point A to point B. So it's important, sometimes you just have to dip your toe in the water and uh, not jump in head first, but plan the whole time you're dipping your toe in so that you can eventually jump in. Finally, the beginning farmer should outline a business plan. A business plan demonstrates that you know what you're getting into including understanding the time, budget, and resources you'll need. For beginning farmers, simply outlining the business plan is a good place to start, with the expectation that you'll fill in any blanks as you learn more. As part of your business plan, develop a cash flow budget showing anticipated income expenses. A business plan with cash flow budget will help others, including lenders and your family, feel confident in supporting you. Great information. Thanks, Allison. So there are any other thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners on this topic? Sure. One program that I really encourage my beginning farmers to consider is our AgBiz Masters program. AgBiz Masters is a learning series for young and beginning farmers that covers business and financial management topics. Registration is currently open for the program that will be held this winter and will include online modules and live webinars. You can learn more and register at agbizmasters.com. In addition to the AgBiz Master's program, I also like to let our young and beginning farmers know that our accounting record and tax keeping, as well as business management services, can really be valuable assets and tools to help our young beginning and small farmers get started, whether it be you know, improving on those record keeping skills that AgBiz Master's kind of sets foundation for, or helping with that business plan that AgBiz Masters also helps you set the foundation for. Both our art and BMS teams have the ability and the professional help that a young and beginning farmer oftentimes seeks. There's also some additional benefits that may be offered to some of our YBS customers depending on their eligibility. 
Another area I like to highlight is some of our program partners that have helped us put AgVis Masters on the map and get us as far as we have in the program. So that would be our extension educators, so reaching out to our local extension office to maybe a, an extension educa educator that specializes in either, you know, row crop farming, agronomy, maybe livestock, and having them help and mentor you can oftentimes be a very valuable resource as you're kind of starting your toolkit as a young and beginning farmer. Another organization to look into that oftentimes has small and uh, beginning farmer programs is the Farm Servants Agency. They're a division of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and they can oftentimes have some funding sources and be able to supply some funding or security for loans or lenders such as AgChoice Farm Credit. The other one I like to mention, too, is our Small Business Development Center. They have the ability and the access to some free legal help when businesses are starting to establish an entity or determine which way is going to be best for them to set up their entity to move forward in their business. The last one I want to highlight but not necessarily forget about is our industry and cooperative partners. Oftentimes, you can find young and beginning farmer programs through your cooperative that you may work with, whether that be a cooperative that supplies you with your fertilizer, chemical, and seed needs, or cooperative that you may ship your um, products to, such as Land O'Lakes. Our family is a member of the Land O'Lakes Cooperative, and we have friends down in Franklin County that are as well, and they told us about a program for young and beginning producers that helps to establish leadership skills and allows the producers to kind of grow in their management of the dairy and the farm. Another one to recommend, too, would be Pennsylvania's Sustainable Agriculture Association's Mentor Program where they actually connect you with mentors that specialize in certain fields that you may be interested in for maybe a year or two year apprenticeship so you can gain some additional knowledge. All of these programs can be vital tools in the toolbox for a young and beginning small farmer, but I think it's really up to you to determine which one's going to best fit your situation. Allison, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today and sharing your perspective to help beginning farmers today and in the future. You're welcome. I'm happy to give my advice. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by Ag Choice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.